What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage Unmasked. It's me, your boy, Hen, and my lovely wife, the amazing Sherelle. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Glad to be back here to speak to y'all on another Monday. First of all, shout out to everybody who is listening, getting on board with the podcast. We appreciate your support. You know, it goes a long way. It does. <laughs> so what's up, honey? Talk to me. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I feel like today was a really good day. Really productive. Got a lot done. Had a nice family day. Family weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I'm feeling good. How about you? I can't complain one bit. Kids was good. Took them out to see a little... What was that movie? Turtles? Mm-hmm. It was dope. It was a little hip-hop theme movie, which was good. You know, brought me back to the 90s. A little bit. Um, I enjoyed it. And enjoyed them just growing up and maturing, being able to take them to the movies. Because at one point, we could not take them. Right. I love, actually, that's like one of my favorite things with them right now is going to the movies. Um, it's just, they really kind of just chill out, which is different. Because mm-hmm. they always on a thousand. So it's nice to just chill out, watch a movie buy snacks, share our snacks, although our son don't like to share his. He likes to get the big, extra-large popcorn and keep it to himself for his own Facts. My share. Daughter, little mama was like, Daddy, you have any more fries? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got more Harley. <laughs> so it was, really, uh, it was really sweet. I really enjoy just them growing up and being able to just spend time with them. So mm-hmm. it was a nice weekend. It definitely was. So, give us our topic for tonight. So, this is actually a part two of a topic that we did um, way back in the beginning of the year with uh, our friends Drew and Jamika Koss. Um, and the topic is, do I have to change who I am to be married? Mm. And so, today, Henry and I had a conversation, um, and we'll get into it, but it was pretty much hitting on that topic, like this is who I am, like, is this who I am in our marriage? And so we was like, you know what, we think we should probably bring that one back. So this is, do I have to change who I am to be married, part two? Mm. I think since we first did the topic with them, I think my answer was no, you don't have to change. But now, well, I still think you don't have to change. I think you you should have to, like, adapt. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is change in a sense, because no one's going to stay the same in the marriage like forever. You might have the same qualities, same characteristics, but over time you change and you develop into a new person. Like you, your body starts to look different, you think differently, you're in a different position, like financially. Mm-hmm. At least you should be. Yeah, you know whether it be. You would want it to be good, but not, you know, not bad. But, and with that, it's going to be change. Yeah. You know what I'm but let's get to the root. So, you know me, I like to just say what it is. So, this topic for us came about because Henry, um, so if you, for those of you who follow us and know us a little bit, um, Henry comes from a family of pastors and 
grew up very, very involved in the church and very traditional church uh, upbringing and just really ingrained into his family. And I grew up a little different. Like I've always known Jesus. I've always been a Christian, gave my life to Christ at a young age, but we traveled a lot. So we didn't have that traditional, like being in one church our whole life. Um, my father was in the army, so we were always in a different place. So really my deciding to like really commit my life to Christ, it came through my parents and they like, they obviously not obviously, but they are Christians and they believe in God, but they weren't like in traditional church like it wasn't like that so me deciding to do that was a decision I made on my own but I also have that background of like kind of not traditional like I believe in God without having to be within the walls of a church or whatever I um so we just have that little bit of a different thing so um today Henry had to preach um, at his mother's church and on the way there I I have these first of all we're going through transition so I think I'm going through a lot emotionally anyway so anything can trigger like a big emotion for me right now but um so I said to Henry because I was just looking at how he gets so excited to preach and I love that I honestly do I think I think it's such a admirable quality to be able to one know the word of God in a way that you could actually like interpret it and speak to it I think that's huge and then um but it kind of scares me so like when we first met I told him like I don't want to be a first lady like that's not (laughs) that's not me that's not who I am that's like not a desire I have and I told him that like in the beginning like what like within a first couple of months that we were dating so he knew that about me but me and him never went we went to uh marriage counseling like twice before we got married we didn't do like an in-depth marriage counseling which I think we should have so whatever I was emotionally feeling this morning on our way to church I said to him like do you regret marrying me and you don't want to say anything you're telling the story. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So I asked him, do he regret marrying me? He looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, no, it's just that, you know, I feel like you have desires that I don't have. And he's like, no, you know, I've always had a desire to like have a church. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I still don't have that desire. <laughs> like here we are 11 years in, that's you know, not my desire. Um, I don't think it was a desire to have a church, like a desire to like, I think either to pass or to like lead God's people. Like that is a desire. That was, that is a desire. And I think, that's what it was. Yeah, and that scares me. Like, I feel like as your wife, I have to be a part of that. And I don't necessarily, like, that has not changed about me. Like, from the beginning when we first met, like, I don't, I still don't have that desire. And I always get nervous because, like, I don't want God to call you to that. And then it's your gung-ho ready to go. And I'm like, mm, well... I'm not doing that, you know, and I told him like, so I'm the type of person where if he's serious and really wants to do something like I'll get on board because I love him, but it's not necessarily because it's something that I want to do. And so that scares me because it's like, am I going to have to change who I am, how I feel my desires 
to support this desire of my husband. That that really scares me because that's also not just a desire. That's a big deal. Like to be a leader of God's people, like that's scary. Mm-hmm. I understand. I think it's also like with anything, like not just leading like God's people spiritually, but even with like de- maybe developing a business or being an actor or actress and you're like over people in a sense. It might not be that intense, but it's kind of like a similar effect. Um, I don't even understand what you're saying. Like, I'm trying to quit it because you, you were saying like it's a scary thing. It's very scary, like to me. Well, I look at it like when we when I came to you with marriage and master, right? And I presented it to you mm-hmm. like this is what a vision that God had given me. Okay, and I let you just take your time about it. It wasn't like a rush thing. It was like, this is what I have, what he's given to me, and I want to share with you and show you. Mm-hmm. And you was like, all right. But we not, you know, da, da, da. I understand. But this is what I have, what he's given to me. And so presenting it to you like, hey, babe, how do you feel? And look where we are now. But even look at that conversation. It was like, look, Henry, we could do it, but I have to be me. Like, I'm not going to change who I am and pretend I'm something that I'm not. You're right. But it started with a conversation. Right. Okay. You're saying, like, it scares you. It starts with a conversation first. I'm not fast forwarding to anything. I'm just saying, like, it starts off as a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then from there, however it builds and grows, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But we're just talking like hypotheticals. It wasn't like, you know. I know, but I still, I feel like that's like the direction. And maybe marriage and master is the thing, you know, because it is, like you said, something that you got from God. And it's definitely leading a, like a culture of positivity towards marriage you know so I understand that I still feel like I guess it scares me because I think of the traditional church and I feel like that's so not who I am like um I just it's just so not like I just can't I just can't see myself like doing that you know what I mean if if that makes any sense like it just feels like to me like I guess I just have a bad experience mm. like so I, I I think it's safe to say from your from your, your bad experience or your traumatic experience that you had um it's hard to to like not allow it to interfere with your like your future thinking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like trauma has an effect on. I'm I didn't say it was trauma. I just said I have a traumatic bad experience. I said bad experience, not okay. traumatic. So bad experience, they have an effect on on your perception, and that's everybody. That's even me. But. Marriage and Master is not like traditional because at the same no, time, yeah, but that's why I like it. But who's to say this is the avenue that God has for us and the route He has for us to do 
bigger and greater things. Like, right. Because at the end of the day, we're promoting healthy marriages and healthy couples and like having it God-centered, you know, and mm-hmm. God-centered. And we're showing, hey, that we're Christians and it can't happen and you can't have a a happy marriage and what, what we call it, safe marriage, happy marriages do exist. Yeah. You can have all of this in Christ. You know? Mm-hmm. There's no four walls. Right. We're still promoting the message. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I agree. And I'm just saying, like, when I think about it that way, it still brings me back, though. I just have to say, like, the reason I'm okay with marriage unmastered is because it brought me right back to that conversation. Like, as long as I don't have to pretend to be something that I'm not. And I'm not saying that happens in the church either. I don't want to put that miss. Um, I don't want to put that out there like that's what I'm saying. Um, I'm just saying I know who I am and I know that's not my style. Like, that's not me and I don't want to put it out there like I am that like you are what like I don't churchy I don't know like traditional like beat the bible over your head like that's not my, my style like I don't do that well I'm glad you think that way because I don't think God intends for for his message to be um, pushed out and projected in that way. I just think from sometimes a cultural perspective and the way things were done just because of that's like the only way they knew that's how it was done and taught. And so we're like that's the way we learn. So we figure like hey that's how I learn. That's how I'm going to teach it. Mm-hmm. But like you know that's that's the difference from being taught to having a, your own relationship right. with Christ. You know? Right, right. So then it becomes an, it's a relational thing with the mm-hmm. Lord now. It's not like churchy or it's not church politics or it's, yeah. all, it's a certain word. Like, um, I can't think of it now, but like the no. status of doing things in a religious type of way but I like that it's more relationship for me that's exactly because I hate when people say I'm not I'm not religious I'm spiritual like that's kind of corny to me too like because I'm religious but I feel like what you're saying is hits it on the, the nail on the head like it's a relationship thing to me and it's funny because I think for me like I feel like you almost get judged when you say like I'm spiritual right that's why I'm even being like very cautious of saying that but I really like the relationship like saying I have a relationship because but I almost feel like from people that are in the church they look at you like they're still better than you or something or like they they know more than you because they're in the church like your relationship doesn't stand up to what they have because they've been in it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Like, I understand. What I'm trying to say. I mean, some people, like, if you do things for so long, all you know is how to, like, be consistent mm-hmm. with showing up to service on time, mm-hmm. going to Bible study. But, like, are you consistent in your relationship with Christ? Like, praying and reading. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not judging or trying to combat 
things because the scripture does declare to be faithful. If you're faithful with a few things, he'll make you ruler over many and fail not to assemble thyself in the house of God. Because there's a purpose, but at the same time, that takes some of that takes away from people really getting into a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like with the relationship thing, it's like it's the relationship with Christ, but it's also genuine relationships with people. Like for whatever reason, I feel like I haven't experienced that genuine relationships with the people inside of the church. And that's off putting for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't want to get too deep into that. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a whole piece of that whole being traditionally in a traditional church setting that you want to feel like you're really a part of it. You know, like you want to feel like it's not like if I leave the church, are people still going to reach out to me if I don't show up for a couple of Sundays? Are people going to check on me, you know, to see how I'm doing? Like, you know, and I feel like that's a piece that is, for at least in my experience, hasn't been like the best experience, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like, like, I don't know. I And I don't know if I'm not, maybe it goes both ways, right? Maybe I'm not doing a great job either of being someone who reaches out, you know? So I'm not saying necessarily that it's, it goes, I'm just saying, I just haven't had a, a great experience with that. But like the whole relationship thing, I feel like that's more of what I'm after. Like, so I'll give you a great example. When I wrote, when I first wrote me and my man's wife, I was really torn because I was like, I want to make sure it's something that anybody could read like somebody who's in the church or somebody who's out of the church but when I gave it to a couple of people that were in the church they were really like off put by it and I almost didn't publish the book because I was so I felt so like almost embarrassed and for a long time I was really embarrassed to even tell people about the book because I felt like I would be judged just by you know what the book was about, the contents, but it's like, ultimately, like the Lord spoke to me, like what I have for you and for my people is not traditional. Like it's not for people who are saved already. It's for people who are seeking me or somebody, somebody that needs to be introduced to me. So I had to really understand that. And I feel like because I'm kind of that way, like, I feel like that just shows the type of person that I am, like, that I am in him. Like, I'm not necessarily for, he didn't make me for the traditional inside four walls. Like, I feel like what I have is, like, for people that are not in the church, which is what he specifically told me. You know what I mean? So, I think that's when when we talk about do I have to change to be married for that type of thing when we start talking about you wanting to have a church that scares me because I feel like that's not what I was put that's not my ministry I guess well for one thank you for sharing there's a couple of things I, I was like really really listening intently to when you were talking about how like the the gift for to writing, and God was saying like this is not for like this is not traditional like like sometimes like not sometimes but a lot of the times 
the gift that God gives us goes beyond the walls and it goes beyond a building, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes when we don't use our gifts outside of a building, we don't use our gifts outside of a building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are great. Some people can be like great preachers or great musicians, but it's only to inside of four walls. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go beyond the four walls. You see what I'm saying? The fact mm-hmm. that like you're you're using a gift that God gave you to go it's for the world. Mm-hmm. It's not just for a set of people, it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. And every that person is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like so never feel conflicted like Dang, like it's not like what well, that your gift is not accepted or like you, you think it should be in this area. That's fine. That means it ain't for that area. Mm-hmm. It's for a greater place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you are not traditional. Oh, I know that. And that's good because tradition can be can turn into a formality. And you're doing it for a formality and not for the purpose. Mm. Right? I believe God has purposed us to do a work for marriages. And this work is like, it's different. Mm-hmm. When we had like, I think back when we had communication games and mm. we were like busting down, arguing like right before, like we're going to cancel. Like it shouldn't happen. And then. We had in like a general location, like then people just started coming. It was like they were interested and connected to the purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's funny you brought that up too, because something else I taught I told you about. Like one thing about me is, and I think this is something special with me and God's relationship. Like even if I don't want to do something, if I know God gave it to me, I'm gonna do it. It might be kicking and screaming. It might be complaining. Like, I'm a kid when it comes to me and my relationship with God. Like, oh, you Jay, huh? I'm, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, that's not, I'm not saying that in a, like, no, I got good or a bad thing. It's just, I'm just being honest about, you know, God will give me instructions. And sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, like, I'll complain about it or whatever. But he knows that I'm going to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I could act however I want to act, but ultimately, I'm going to do it. And I think that has a lot to do with just my faith. And it has a lot to do with how he built me as far as I'm afraid not to do what God tells me to do. Like, so, and because he knows that about me, like, the communication games is a perfect example. We were like hard down arguing that was a bad day for us (laughs) you know up until the point where we actually got there and God just started to reveal himself literally on the drive right so it's like even though we were in a bad space even though I was saying we shouldn't do this God knew I was gonna do it you know like I knew I was gonna do it I was saying I want to do it to you but there was no way I wasn't gonna show up you know like and Mm -hmm. so I feel like God I feel like the reason why God trusts me with things is because he knows like if he gives me something, it's going to happen because I'm going to do everything in my power, like to at least take the steps to get it happen. He might have to 
help me out, you know, but I'm going to move forward on the things that he tells me to do. So that's what I, that's what I say. Like when I said to you, like, I'm scared because I know if he gives you something as my husband, he ultimately, if he shares it with you, you share it with me. It's still something that God gave you. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, man, like, now I'm caught up in, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm caught up in this, like, it's like nothing I can do to not do it. And so. You're going to do it, but you're going to kick and scream on the way. Sometimes. Sometimes. And it just is what it is. Like, but I'm going to do it. You know, and I know, I know that's not necessarily like a mature thing. Maybe I have a lot more maturing to do, period, in life, in Christ. But like. I'm not saying every single time he gives me something, I'm kicking and screaming. But sometimes, you know, God, he'll give you these big things. And you're like, Lord, why do I have to do this? Mm. <laughs> you know, like, why do you think I can do this? You know, um, and sometimes he gives me things and I'm really excited about it. You know, like, oh, that I can see that that makes sense for who I am. Like that excites me. But some things are not exciting. I guess that's just being a child in any relationship. Like you said, like with our son, we give him things and he kicks and screams all the time. It drives me crazy. Like, just like, do what mean, I but say. He, but he'll do it. He'll talk junk. But he'll... Ugh, yeah, but it'd be like the hardest thing to get him to do it. It'd be so like crazy. So sometimes you got to think of it like that. Like, we got his children... And he'd be like, just do it, please. Stop complaining. Right, right. You know, he'd be like, all right. But it's funny. It's like, it's like being so resistant to change. Like, even I think I said to you today, like, you know, I had all these plans for my life, like, and what I thought it was going to look like. And it's like, why are any of those things happening? You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, why I'm not writing movies, you know, why I'm not, you know, I actually have written lots of movies, but why they not on the screen? Mm-hmm. You know, why haven't I been put in the, opp- the places and the opportunities to have them made? You know, like, it's like, God, like, did you forget about all those things that I want to do? Like, why are not, why are my desires not being met? You know, um, so it's like, you want me to d- do this church stuff but you don't want me to do what I want to do so it's kind of like so maybe you should to look at it different and not call it church stuff maybe it's kingdom stuff but I'm cool with doing kingdom stuff but can I also do what I want to do like you know what I mean like how do I get both so his word says if we delight ourselves in the Lord he will give us the desires of our heart which means, I think, over time, we have to get to a place where we're happy where God wants us and we're walking in our purpose. Mm-hmm. And then those desires will come, you know? Mm-hmm. And they will come. Yeah, I guess they will, but I don't want them when I'm 70. <laughs> I'm doing a jerk now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I want them now. Like, I wanted them 10 years ago. Like, I don't know. I get it, though. And and, and trace your dreams and just do what you do. Okay, says the person that I have kids with. (laughs) Like, what? But anyways, I mean, I don't want to go too off, too left with this. But you see what I'm saying? I feel like ultimately it's like, 
when we start thinking about, you know, the changes we have to be when we're married, there are, you know, I think originally when we had this discussion, I said, you, you do have to change, but you don't have to change like your core values, which I feel, I still think definitely like your core should be your core values. Like, I don't think those things about us have changed, like who we are Mm -hmm. to our core. Like, you know, we both love God. We both are family oriented or both like to travel, you know, like core things, you know, those things that just make you who you are. I feel like those things don't have to change or won't change, but I feel like you do change Especially when it comes to like, okay, what did I have planned for myself? Because that stuff changes dramatically. Mm-hmm. Like, because had I not been married, like before I met you, my plan was to travel and be on tour. Like, I was trying to take my play worldwide. You know what I mean? Like, I had a vision for that. And then I met you and it just, I don't want to say went away, but, you know... I haven't done a play since we've been married, you know, like those things change. And, but it's like, I think what scares me is like, a wide open. Yeah. That was a big, well, before I met you, that was, I was trying to do a college tour. You know, I was literally, I had already done two colleges, you know, like, so I was excited to take that on tour and, Tyler Perry, my way through that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I, I, I thought was good. That's what I thought my life was going. I had already prepared, like, I had written, like, six movie scripts, and I was going to meet Tyler Perry, and we were going to produce these movies. Like, that. those were my desires of my heart. And then when I got married, those things kind of took a backseat, you know, and... And then when we had kids, they took like 10 back seats in the back of a bus somewhere, you know. So it's like, do we change when we get married? I think we do. At least some of us do. I don't know if everybody does, you know, because there's some people I don't want to say they're lucky, but there's some people who, you know, they still get to do everything they desired. I don't know. So let me ask you this. Have you ever thought to pray and ask God, did he give you a new play or give you a new thing? No, I haven't. I actually haven't. Because maybe to think like of wide open, maybe that was for that season of your life. Mm -hmm. And then maybe God wants to give you something new. Right. So and I'm going to come from this perspective. When I used to watch, like, the Tyler Perry plays mm-hmm. on, like, DVD, and he would have... DVD, yeah. <laughs> right, VHS, right. And he would have talks with the audience, and he would be like, hey, y'all, I'm not going to do a new play for a couple of years. And people would be, like, crying and upset and mad. He would be like, I need to go away and spend some time with God and then meditation. Mm. He was like, and get something new and something fresh. Mm. He was like... And that, I don't know why that stuck with me, but I, to, for this, maybe for this moment. Right, right. He'll be like, like, no, nah, like, this is the last season of this, you know, series or plays. Mm. Like, so he said, so I'm going to go away for like a couple months or a couple years mm-hmm. and do some writing. And then all this new stuff was coming back. And right. And was just like, wow. 
So maybe God is just saying, hey, sure, I want you to get out of what you, like, that's that season of your life, that, that's over. Like, mm-hmm. I breathed life into that for that moment to you to know how to get it started, how to transition, how to move, mm-hmm. how to prepare yourself for, like, what it can be. But now I'm going to give you something greater and different because now you're married, you have children. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like your perspective on life is much greater because you have a bigger audience. Mm, okay. That was for like that, maybe that one audience. Mm-hmm. Now you have, you can speak from different views. Mm-hmm. You know, you can write from different angles because now you, you have a mother. Now you're a wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you're a daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I get you know it. What I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you, you just never know. So it's like. So I guess ultimately, like, change is not bad. Not at all. And, but we do have to change. It just is just a part of life. Mm-hmm. Think about businesses and ministries that have survived, like, pandemics and destruction and over times and stuff mm-hmm. open 30, 40, 50, 100 years because mm. they changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can't be doing the same thing, huh? You can't. That's crazy. That's true. Well, that's it, folks. That's all we got for you today. That was a good session right segment. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. good. I feel like we needed to talk through that too. I feel like I, I had that on my spirit. You had it on your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all. You know where to find us everywhere. Yes, and thank you, thank you, thank you for all of those who are just listening for the first time. We really appreciate you. We really hope that you enjoy these conversations, and we want to hear from you. So please send us a message. You can email us marriageunmastered at gmail dot com. You could follow us on any of our platforms and send us messages. Um, we definitely love to hear and connect with you. That's the reason why we're doing it. We're out here looking for genuine relationships. All right, y'all. With that, we will talk to y'all next week on Marriage and Master. Peace. Bye.